Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we'll talk with Tommy Weekly, General Manager of Tier 10 Sports Campus in Spencer. We'll talk IU women's and men's basketball. We will have our Big Boys Moving High School scoreboard update, and we'll look ahead to the week in IU athletics. So let's talk sports. We will start with Indiana men's basketball, 18-10, 9-9 in the Big Ten after Going 2-1 this week, the Hoosiers lost at Ohio State 80-69 in overtime. Xavier Johnson, 16 points, 10-10 from the free throw line. Race Thompson and Trace Jackson Davis, 13 points and 9 rebounds apiece. Parker Stewart had 11 points. Former Hoosier Joey Brunk did not play for Ohio State. The Hoosiers beat Maryland 74-64 at home. Thursday evening, Xavier Johnson, 24 points, 7-7 from the field, 3-3 from downtown, and 7-8 from the free throw line. Race Thompson, 19 points, 9 rebounds. Trace Jackson Davis with 10 points. The Hoosiers survived Sunday night at Minnesota, 84-79. Xavier Johnson with 24 points, Trace Jackson Davis with 14. Miller Kopp with 10, and Jordan Geronimo with 10. The Hoosiers host Rutgers Wednesday night at 7 o'clock on the Big Ten Network and then travel to West Lafayette Saturday at 2 o'clock for the regular season finale at Purdue. Indiana women's basketball finishes the regular season at 19-7 and 11-5 and and in the Big Ten. The Hoosiers lost at Iowa 88-82 Monday night. Grace Berger 22 points. Nicole Cardano-Hillary with 15. Mackenzie Holmes with 13. Allie Patberg and Chloe Moore-McNeil 11 points apiece. The Hoosiers closed it out Friday night at Maryland, losing 67-64. Graysberger had 16 points and 10 rebounds. Allie Patberg had 13 points, and she also becomes the third player to have 500 career assists in school history, joining Tyra Bush and Tisha Hill. Alexa Goulbay had 11 points, Mackenzie Holmes 11 points, and Chloe Moore McNeil with 10. The Hoosiers will play on Thursday afternoon in the Big Ten Tournament at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. The Hoosiers are the fifth seed and will play the winner of 13th seed Rutgers or 12th seed Penn State, and that game will be at 2 o'clock. High school sports time. Let's check the Big Boys Moving Company local high school scoreboard. Big Boys Moving serves you with an attitude of gratitude. Well, boys high school basketball is done for the regular season as the sectionals kick off tomorrow night. Lighthouse Christian ends the regular season at 15-8 with a 49-38 win at Brown County. The Lions will open the sectional at White River Valley on Wednesday against North Central Farmersburg at 7-30. Bloomington North 19-3. Beats Edgewood 70-41 in Ellettsville and wins at home 56-38 over New Albany. The Cougars will face Columbus East at 6 p.m. tomorrow night in the Class 4A sectional first round at Martinsville. Bloomington South 17-7 beats Bloomfield 59-49. 
and wins at Northview 55-43. They will play Martinsville tomorrow night in the sectional first round, Class 4A, at Martinsville at 7.30. Edgewood ends the year at 11-13, lost to Bloomington North 70-41, beat Eastern Green on the road 59-51. The Mustangs host South Vermillion at Edgewood tomorrow in the Class 3A sectional first round. In the boys' swimming state finals at the Indiana University Natatorium in Indianapolis Saturday, Carmel wins its eighth straight state title with 381 points. Bloomington North finishes 11th place with 49 points. Bloomington South finishes 12th with 47 points. In the gymnastics sectional Saturday at Columbus East, Bloomington North wins their first title since 1984 with 108.175 points. Sophia Garcia won the beam for Bloomington North. Bloomington South was 6th with 101.975 points. Madeline Kawanishi was 3rd in the beam, and Emil Parrish was 6th in the beam, and they advanced to the regionals as individuals. Edgewood was 10th with 95.650 points. Emily Moore from Columbus North won the vault, the floor, the bars, and the all-around. The regional is this Friday at 6 p.m. at the Gymnastics Company in Indianapolis and hosted by Franklin Central. In the girls' basketball state finals at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis in Class 1A, Tecumseh beat Lafayette Central Catholic 60-53. In Class 2A, Forest Park beat Frankton 52-44. Class 3A, South Bend, Washington beat Silver Creek 93-35. And in Class 4A, Noblesville beat Franklin 76-52. Noblesville junior Ashlyn Shade, who is committed to the University of Connecticut, finished with 31 points, and Noblesville assistant coach Jen Anderson is a former IU women's basketball player, so congrats to the Lady Millers on winning the Class 4A state championship. That is a look at our high school scoreboard brought to you by Big Boys Moving Company. When we come back, we'll talk with Tommy Weekly, General Manager, Tier 10 Sports Campus in Spencer. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. When you're preparing to buy a new home, the last thing you should have to worry about is the safety of your possessions. Allow Big Boys Moving to professionally oversee the transport of your precious belongings. Big Boys Moving is locally owned with years of experience. Whether your relocation is local or long distance, allow Big Boys to move you with an attitude of gratitude. Call today, 812-947-1479 or online at bbmoving812.com. This is Danny with Weathervane Insurance Solutions. Not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days, but as your local independent insurance agency, Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Hi, this is head coach Eric Anderson of the Indiana Cutters semi-pro football team. And I listen to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. He is the general manager of Tier 10 Sports Campus in Spencer, Indiana. 
Also played basketball for Edgewood High School and DePaul University in Greencastle. Tommy Weekly is my guest. Tommy, it is a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a while since we've got to catch up. It's a pleasure, and I appreciate you having me on the show. So congratulations. You are the general manager for the Tier 10 Sports Campus in Spencer. It opened in 2015. You've been with them ever since. So just kind of give the folks out there a little preview of what Tier 10 is all about. Uh, Yeah, so we have two volleyball and basketball courts and also five hitting and pitching cages. We're located in Spencer, Indiana, just outside of Ellettsville, off of Highway 43. Some of the other things that we'll do at Tier 10 or have done is competitive travel teams, um, volleyball, basketball, softball, and baseball. We offer private instruction We do birthdays, celebrations, graduation parties, um, any event that you could think of that maybe a kid would enjoy. Also, just offer day passes for people to come in and have fun and shoot around and kind of use the facility when it's available. Now, the one thing about Tier 10 is it's it's in a rural area in between Bloomington and Spencer. And you grew up in western Monroe County going to Edgewood High School. Some of these kids, they don't get these opportunities you know, living in Monroe County, Western Monroe County, Owen County, Putnam County. So Tier 10 gives not only kids in in Bloomington opportunities, this is just an area to give a lot of kids chances to come play at a great facility. Absolutely. And I think our owner, Dennis Farkas, that was one of his original visions for Tier 10 is to just provide kids an advantage who, who historically haven't had the same advantages as, let's say, a kid from the south side of Bloomington or different parts of Indianapolis where there's more facilities, I would argue more enrichment and opportunities for competitive sports outside of their organized school sports teams. Now you of course played at Edgewood, you played at DePaul, you have been the lead instructor for Mm -hmm. basketball at tier 10 since it opened in 2015. You've done 10 plus years of small group individual training. So what has led you to these opportunities after playing basketball, you just keep staying involved in the game. You know, I think selfishly, it's a good feeling to give back to kids. Personally, I learned a lot from sports. And I think most people who grew up playing sports will reflect on all of the different positive sports that brought their life. So there's a lot of life lessons, I think, that you can use athletics to kind of teach kids. And so at the heart of what I do, it's about the kids and the community. Um, But I also just enjoy basketball. So it's something I've always taken a lot of pleasure in. I like watching it, enjoy playing it still, even though I'm kind of fat and out of shape now. (laughs) And uh, so it's just those two things, Nick. It's it's the reward that I get from giving back. And it's also just the enjoyment of being around sports and in particular uh, basketball in my case. So when you get ready to train a kid, what is a Tommy Weekly training session like? Hopefully it's not easy. I like to talk a lot to the kids and just kind of figure out how I can help them. So that's normally where a session will begin is how can I help you? What are your goals? What do you have to do to accomplish your goals? And then it's really about holding those kids accountable to really what came up during that conversation. I do a lot of skills training. So from the basketball side, passing, shooting, ball handling, But unlike other skills trainers, I've had a lot of experience coaching the game. So there's a defensive element to what I do and also an X's and O's element. 
You've also run basketball camps at Tier 10. You actually do one on, on New Year's Day. So how did that come up to run a camp on New Year's Day and kick off the new year every year in style? Yes, um, I got to give our owner, Dennis Farkas, credit for that. So he normally has pretty good ideas about camps and events. And, and that was his idea. First year we did it, we had about 60 kids attend. So it was a big hit. A lot of parents want to get their kids out of the house next day. So I think it's a positive for the parents to just find something for their kids to do. And uh, hopefully we start kids off the new year in the right way. You mentioned Dennis Farkas, the owner. He's had He has a son, Derek, who played at Edgewood. You were an assistant coach, I think, the time around the time that he played. What is, you know, your relationship with Dennis and then Derek leading you to your opportunities with Tier 10? So, yeah, Derek was the first kid that I trained at Tier 10. I would work with him even before we opened. So when we just barely had the courts put together, Derek and I would train. And it sort of organically built after that. Um, So picked up a couple more kids and started training at Tier 10. So where eventually they asked if I would be the director of basketball and uh, sort of do that full time. You've also been involved with the Bloomington Youth Basketball Program. I mean, you've been an assistant coach at DePaul University, program assistant with Edgewood High School. You've also done stuff with AAU and, and Adidas. Has it just come full circle for you to get to do all these things after playing for so long? Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. Full, full circle. You start to appreciate as a coach, you appreciate your former coaches. Um, so I think as a player, it's, it's easy to look past all of the different things coaches provide for you. And so I was just thinking about this today. It's kind of like when you're a kid and your room's messy and you come home and it's magically clean. The coaches are the ones making sure your room is clean, just like your parents would make sure that your room is clean. And I think when you get when you go from a player to a coach, you know, speaking of the full circle idea, it's just kind of a cool experience to look back and, and realize how special those coaches were and their impact on your life. Um, although it's easy at the time to, to take it for granted, I think. When I was calling games for Smithville sports and you were a program assistant, several of the assistant coaches, yourself included, always got mentioned because you were former players and how important it was to come back as a former player, not always particularly at the school you went to, but just in general to be a coach and help the kids that are are learning from you today. What advice did you give those kids when you coached? Because you went through the same thing those guys went through. Yes, I think overall it's a positive for a coach to have playing experience. I try not to reflect too much on it because, I mean, ultimately it's about the kids that you're coaching. So it's tempting to reflect and and discuss different successes or failures you had as a player, Um, but I think you can do that a little too much and steal the limelight from the players, which is ultimately what it's about. Well, we're going to take a quick break when we come back more with Tommy Weekly after this timeout. This is Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. 
Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at CarpetCleaningBrothers.com Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jengison on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guest, Tommy Weekly, General Manager of Tier 10 Sports Campus and Spencer, former Edgewood and DePaul University basketball player. Tommy, we were talking about Tier 10, of course, and, you know, the one thing about Tier 10 is not only basketball and baseball, but you got a great volleyball set up as well. So once you mention how beneficial it is to have volleyball at tier 10. Yeah, our volleyball program is just through the roof. Uh, We have nine teams right now, um, very successful teams. They do an excellent job, their development side. And I think that you see a lot of travel sports that that miss that piece. So what, what I've been most impressed, you know, outside of just the sheer quantity of players that they've been able to pull out there, um, it's it's the development and the success that they've had as teams. So it's it's been a really positive reflection on Tier 10. Now for the fun part of the conversation, getting to talk about your playing days, because I remember watching you at Edgewood in probably some of the best years that the Mustangs have ever had. You guys were undefeated in the regular season your junior year. You were 45-4 and four your junior and senior years. You had an Indiana All-Star teammate in Garrett Butcher who played at Butler, was on two national runner-up teams. I, I'm sure that those days you just remember like they're yesterday, even though it, it's been quite a while since you graduated. It's crazy. I think, and Nick, last time we spoke, I might have brought this up. There's certain parts that I remember like it's yesterday and there's other parts I've completely forgotten about. So one example would be just the sheer enthusiasm and crowd sizes. I, I had forgotten about that. So recently one of our, our games against Owen Valley had surfaced. And so I checked that out and I was just blown away by just how crazy the, the fans were and how much support we had from their student section and the uh, community. So it, it was a really fun time. There were several games when I think back to your career and and watching you guys play, there were just several games that come up. The games against Owen Valley, uh, Bloomington South, when Garrett had 38 points against them and beat Bloomington South for the first time in a long time. But you've had a couple games that I remember. One was when you played Northview. I think you went off for seven three-pointers, and that was your coming out party, I think, your sophomore year. and. You just exploded for several three-pointers. Also against Washington when Tyler Zeller, who played at North Carolina, was at Washington. They had two seven-footers, and late in the game, you drilled three threes over their other seven-footer. 
and Garrett hit a buzzer beater to beat Washington. So I, I, I'm sure that all those moments and talking about those moments are just bring a big smile to your face. Yes, and then especially those those highlights, absolutely. So I think the Bloomington South game, the Owen Valley games are, of course, always fun. And we had a special rivalry with Washington, who was, like you said, very, very good at the time. At least two seven-footers, maybe three. I think they had another guy. Um, and to come out on top against a team like Washington is, is definitely uh, it's a memorable experience. I know you're still close with a lot of your – teammates from those days you know Garrett Butcher being an Indiana all-star he's the only Indiana all-star from Edgewood he's also Monroe County's all-time leading scorer how proud are you of him and you know what he has accomplished for not only himself but for Edgewood in general well Garrett's a good guy so it makes it really easy to root for and uh, I'm not just saying that because you know that's what you would expect an athlete to say Um, he's truly a good guy and uh, he worked his tail off. So when you have your best players, also your hardest worker, um, that's a great leader. And um, so still to this day, I would consider him a friend. And anytime we meet up, we often reflect on the same, the same memories that you and I are, Nick. And it's, it's, it's almost like the relationship that we have as teammates will, will never change. That's very cool. And, and I've experienced that with other teammates as well. Your coach in high school was Jay Brown. Jay was a great coach. So what do you remember most about playing for Coach Brown? And I'm sure you're still in touch with him today. Coach Brown was an extremely consistent coach. And as a player, I remember thinking that, that he showed up every day. and He wouldn't get too high and he wouldn't get too low. Um, he was always very even keeled, a very hardworking coach. So that sort of reflected on his players. So we try to stay even killed. We try to avoid the highs, avoid the lows, and uh, just show up and do our job. And I think if you do that as a group, most times you will have success. Now, you were the single-season leader in three-pointers for Edgewood and Monroe County, second all-time. So during the Tommy Weekly workout, is three-point shooting something you guys work on? Honestly, Nick, not, not much. Some of my older players, yes. But um, a lot of the younger players that I train, I actually try to avoid having them shoot three-pointers because I think when you're too young and you're not strong enough, you're going to throw the ball up there with bad form. So I think a lot of kids want to practice three-pointers, and most people would assume me being a three-point shooter that that would be what my workouts entail. And um, believe it or not, very, very small portion of the majority of my sessions at least – I just had to mention that because, you know, you were so good at shooting the threes. And I just wondered if when you were at Edgewood, if, you know, those kids that could shoot the three ball, if you said, hey, here's the best way to do that since you you had the expertise in that. It comes up. It comes up. But I don't want uh, I definitely don't want to be remembered as a trainer that simply does shooting. Um, So we like I said earlier, passing is a big part of what I do ball handling, um, defense, and just the X's and O's of the game of basketball. When it was time to go to college, you ended up at DePaul University in Greencastle Division Three school. You actually were an academic all-state your senior year, and you got the Lilly Academic Scholarship 
So you could go anywhere in Indiana and it wouldn't cost anything. It was a full ride. So what made you ultimately choose DePaul? DePaul is a beautiful campus. And as soon as you step foot on DePaul's campus, it just feels, it feels the way a college should feel. So that was the first thing I was initially drawn to. It has a great academic reputation. So I was also interested in that. I really liked coach Bill Finland, who is actually retiring uh, this year after his 30th season at DePaul. So he just talked to me about what my goals were and how DePaul could help me long term. And um, I think after speaking with Coach Finland, I decided at the time that it was the right fit. At DePaul, you were an 86% free throw shooter. Is free throw shooting something that the game has been missing lately when you work with these kids in training? That's a good question. I certainly try to incorporate a lot of free throw shooting. I think it's easy to gloss over how important free throws really are. IU basketball being a classic example of that last season. So what I'll try to do is I try to make kids shoot free throws within the flow of our sessions so that it feels like a game. You know, that's one thing that I point out with, with other players is they've been told their whole life, shoot 50 free throws after practice. And what they'll do is just stand in one spot. They'll get cold and just shoot 50 free throws and it doesn't really resemble the game of basketball. So I think as a trainer, you know, my side is how can we get the heart rate up or how can we put pressure on them? Or how can we create contact followed by free throws? So again, so the free throws fill um, the way that they would feel in the flow of a game. When you were at DePaul, you guys got to go travel to Italy for a foreign trip. I know that was one of your favorite moments all time. So just talk about the international experience and getting to go play against pros overseas. It's a very cool experience. So we went to Florence, Italy, Venice, and Rome, and we were able to play two semi-professional teams and one pro team. Um, We competed pretty well against the semi-professional teams. In fact, we won those two games and we lost pretty badly to the professional team. The European style of basketball is much different. Uh, Their bigs are extremely skilled. So, for instance, the professional team that we faced in Florence had two seven-footers who could handle the ball, pass it, and shoot. So I think that was probably the most memorable part basketball-wise of that trip. Who was the guys that you looked up to growing up? Who were your favorite players? we got to start with Reggie Miller. So speaking of three-point shooting, that's, that's probably what uh, cursed me for a lifelong three-point shooting habit. But Reggie Miller was was my first – he was my first idol in the game of basketball. Obviously, Michael Jordan was big at the time. Uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, I would say when I was about 9 or 10, he hit the scene. He was a big Kobe fan. He was an extremely exciting player to follow. Um, Allen Iverson, being a six-foot and under guard, he was always inspirational. Um, so those four, and then, of course, you know, being in the shadows of Bloomington, watching IU basketball. And we had some really good teams uh, growing up. Well, Tommy, we've only got a minute or two. Just go ahead and quickly promote Tier 10 and give the address to everyone. Yes, so 2499 Highway 43 in Spencer, Indiana. It's between Spencer, just outside of Ellettsville. Um, If anyone's familiar with where McCormick's Creek State Park is, we're about a mile and a half down the road off Highway 43. We have two volleyball and basketball courts where we do competitive volleyball and basketball teams. We also offer private instruction. 
And toward the back of our facility, we have five hitting and pitching cages where we offer competitive baseball and softball teams along with private instruction. Well, Tommy, I thank you very much for the time. Congratulations on your role as general manager for Tier 10. Always a pleasure to catch up with you, and I really appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Nick. It's a pleasure to be on here. My thanks to Tommy Weekly for being my guest this week and IU Sports Baseball host, Miami of Ohio, tomorrow at 4 p.m. at Bart Kaufman Field. The Hoosiers are on the road this weekend, Friday through Sunday at Missouri State. Men's basketball hosts Rutgers Wednesday at 7 and then travels to Purdue Saturday at 2 for the regular season finale. Women's basketball, as we mentioned, is at the Big Ten Tournament in Indianapolis. Play gets underway Wednesday. The Hoosiers play Thursday at 2 o'clock against Rutgers or Penn State. Men's tennis hosts Illinois State on Friday. Monday, they are at Auburn at 1 o'clock. Women's golf is at the Vice Star Gators Invitational in Gainesville, Florida, Saturday through Sunday. Wrestling is at the Big Ten Championships in Lincoln, Nebraska, Saturday and Sunday. Women's tennis hosts Cincinnati at noon and Eastern Illinois at 4.30 on Saturday. Water polo is at the Harvard Invitational in Cambridge, Massachusetts, Saturday and Sunday. Softball hosts Valparaiso and Western Illinois, Saturday and Sunday. Women's soccer is at Cincinnati at 5.30 p.m. And congrats to the Indiana University men's swimming and diving team on capturing the Big Ten Championship over the weekend at Purdue University in West Lafayette is the first title for the Hoosiers since 2019. Thank you for joining us this evening, and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.